0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Tuesday. It's October 10th. Yes, it's 10:10. It's 2023. We are going to talk some postseason baseball and we're going to talk opening night NHL because why not? You know, basketball season's a couple weeks away. We're going to talk hockey a couple times on the podcast this month and um, to talk some... NHL, we go to a familiar face. Timothy Buell, Tasteful Tides. Tim, what's happening, my friend?
1: I am very excited for this. Like, I I love all sports. I play DFS for, for, for pretty much all sports. But I love NHL the most, by far, for both DFS and for watching purposes. So this is uh, it's an exciting time for me. I'm fired up for some NHL, finally.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um... Well, we got Stanley Cup champs kicking it off at home here, raising the banner and um, my lightning plan against um, our company's Nashville Predators. <laughs> so um, fun, fun little NHL slate. We got baseball still. Um, the NLDS has been fire watching these games here on Monday night. And last night, I mean, again, like we, we saw some really good baseball games last night and I mean, I feel like this year's world series is going to be fire because I mean, I feel like whoever gets there is going to deserve and be and like deserve to be there one. And like the talent of the playoffs this year just feels incredible. Like there's some underrated teams. I feel like that we talked about during baseball season throughout the year. And just like, Watching the Diamondbacks kind of do what they've done to the Dodgers so far tonight and what they did um, in game one is really cool. And then, like, you know, so many times this year we picked on, like, the Twins because it's like, hey, when are the Twins going to show up with all this talent? And, I mean, they beat the Astros um, last night. So, I feel like the Rangers have been an underrated team all year. Baltimore is a great team. But Texas, um, we're about to talk about them. They're up 2-0 the Astros and twins one, one series. And um, I mean, just really good baseball playoff. Baseball has been fantastic. Um, taking advantage of playoff baseball more on like pick them sites and in the betting world. than I am in like the DFS, you know, traditional fantasy streets, because I mean, pitchers get pulled so much faster and we can really take advantage of that kind of stuff um, in, in the pick them and, and fan in, in the betting streets. So Tim, uh, just some quick thoughts so far on the playoffs here.
1: Yeah. T- uh, I'm so, su- I'm really surprised uh, by the Rangers Orioles series. I think, I think that's the biggest one for me. The Rangers were really struggling in the sec- l- last part of the season. And the Orioles just seemed so, you know, top to bottom, like solid, like solid depth, uh, decent enough pitching. So that's the one that surprised me the most. Obviously, if the Diamondbacks, you know, win you know, win on, on Monday night and go up 2-0, that would be shocking also. But I, I've been really just, like, thrilled to see the atmosphere of the crowds. Like, it's been very, very intense. An incredible comeback by Atlanta against Phil- the Phillies. Oh, what that what a game. game. That was an a a, amazing baseball game. Like, you know, I, I grew up playing baseball. That was my best sport, you know as an as an athlete and i just i loved watching that game that was so much fun so yeah um definitely it's it's been a lot of fun i have not been i played one of the four game slates but i have not been in the dfs uh dfs streets very much i've
0: been preparing for uh for hockey so (laughs) So here we are here we are We're gonna we're gonna break down these two baseball games. We're gonna do it all traditional morning grind style. We're gonna go game by game. We're gonna talk about the two hockey game or the two baseball games, and then we'll shift gears and talk about the three hockey games. Um I was talking to Tim, you know, pre-lock and I mean contest size looks really good for hockey. So hopefully we can get you started on your research for the day for NHL. Um I know I I I don't play NHL DFS. I'm gonna strictly either build a team or, or some um, pick and plays off of what Tim talks about and some of the tools that we have here at rotor grinders. Um, But just before, I guess after we talk baseball, we'll give like a quick rundown, but hockey is very similar to DFS baseball as far as stacking um, line, stacking that kind of stuff. So um, we'll talk about that when we get there. So if you enjoy MLB DFS, you probably will enjoy NHL DFS. So,
1: that's absolutely right, Stevie. Like I, I wish more people played NHL DFS because it's an amazing DFS game to play. If you if you like to stack baseball, you would love to stack hockey. And it, it's there's a lot of like low-owned stacks that you can get eat, uh, night in, night out. So it's a lot of fun to play.
0: All right, let's talk baseball. Breaking it down, two games here on Tuesday night. If if the rangers win we won't have a four game we'll have a three game slate on wednesday but if the rangers lose we'll have a nice little four game baseball slate on wednesday we get started here houston at minnesota 407 eastern start on this game um i hate that they do this i wish that they would start these games later in the day um but hey listen they're not in tampa so they'll have fans so uh eight total Twins are 140 favorite. We got Sonny Gray going up against Christian Javier in this one. And um, love the total, love the upside of some of these pitchers. But let's start with Christian Javier first. He has been kind of hit or miss, I feel like, um, definitely down the stretch. What are your thoughts here on Javier going up against I, Minnesota? I think he's a pretty decent play just
1: because of Minnesota's strikeout rate. Um, he's, he's very, very cheap. So $7,300, um, I, it kind of comes down to like, do you want to pitch him or, or Kramer who we'll talk about, you know, like, and right now I think I'd rather pitch Javier. So, um, I, I think Javier might be my second favorite pitcher on the slate.
0: Yeah, I, I, Listen, down the stretch, he has been someone I have avoided a lot. Yeah, yeah. You know, just really been struggling. But if we look at his last few starts, like getting amped up for playoff baseball, he's actually been pitching okay. And he's had, like, he finished the season with Baltimore, Seattle, and Arizona. And he had three solid outings in those matchups. The Seattle game, he struggled a little bit. But I, I agree with you as far as, like, just looking for upside here for minnesota is the strikeouts um they are going to get their lefties back in the lineup here you know this is going to be a a lineup where he's going to face a lot of lefties and you know christian javier that's been his biggest downside is just you know left-handed hitters so we're going to definitely talk about the minnesota lefty bats um but i mean if you're playing on DraftKings and you got to play two pitchers I, i said it yesterday on the podcast i've said it a lot over the last week and a half it feels like you can pitch any of these four guys all four of these guys are very talented pitchers any of these four guys could go out and have a good game and honestly you're just kind of hoping for like five six strikeouts one or two earned runs because i mean it's playoff baseball these guys can get yanked in in the fourth inning if they're not pitching well and you just don't want to be on that guy so I don't mind Christian Javier if I had to rank him out of the four. He honestly would probably be probably be third for me. Third
1: for you? He, I, thought, yeah, I, t- I, thought, I thought you were going to say fourth, and I was like, oh, man. Don't I, I think that.
0: Kramer's fourth. Um, yeah, me too. Me too. I, I think Kramer's fourth, and I think the clear top two options are Iavaldi and Sonny Gray. But... Um, let's talk about Sonny Gray on the other side of this game favorited against Houston. Sonny Gray is a very talented pitcher. You know, he finished the season really, really strong. He saw an increase in strikeouts, was pitching really well. Um, what are your thoughts here on Sonny Gray going up against this tough Houston lineup?
1: Listen, I have absolutely no issues, uh, with people rostering Sonny Gray. I'm kind of surprised he's this much of a favorite like aren't you like i'm showing him as like a one minus 140 favorite um i think that's a little high to be honest with you i'd rather just go down to Ivaldi. um but i mean I, I i guess he's fine i don't think i don't think he's got the same kind of ceiling that Ivaldi has
0: yeah i think Ivaldi has the highest ceiling as well um just overall on this slate but i feel like Sonny Gray, when he is on, he's so good. And, I mean, that's really all they're kind of hoping for here. I don't think that – I don't think his ceiling is like 100 pitches. I think they want him to go out and throw like 80 to 85 really good pitches, five innings, get to the bullpen, play matchups in the bullpen. Um, so, like ceiling-wise, he might not have the same type of ceiling as these guys, um, but I really do overall – think that sonny gray is playable but again i think all four of these guys are playable um i mean you're just on a two-game slate you're just sitting here going all right we're you know picking and knitting at the smallest things just to find something that you don't like yeah
1: like if i if i'm making 20 teams like i'm gonna have every single one of these guys in my pool but if sonny gray is gonna be the, the heaviest own of all these guys I'm going to want to be underweight. I guess that's my point. I've got no issue oh, yeah. with him be, being in your pool, but if he's going to be the most popular, I'm going to take an underweight stance on Gray, an overweight stance on on Eovaldi, and an overweight stance on Javier. Um, but it's it's really, I mean, and I think I might, you know, I kind of like Houston to win the game at, at those odds. <laughs> so, yeah, it's,
0: it's interesting. I mean, playoff baseball, I feel like, Every game should be a pick but Right.
1: This seems high to me. All
0: right. Let's talk about bats here. I mean, the Houston side, you know, Sonny Gray is extremely talented. He got hit a lot harder by right-handed pitching down the – or hitters down the stretch. But, I mean, throughout his career, he's been pretty neutral splits-wise. I mean, Jordan Alvarez always at the top of the board as far as, like, upside picks. He has been on – Fire to start this series three home runs in the first two games i mean he's obviously one of the top hitters on the entire slate what are your thoughts on the astros in general
1: yeah so if i'm going to be underweight if i if i, if I think people should be underweight on gray and he's going to be very very popular i want to be overweight on houston so like you said uh you know yordan makes a ton of sense uh brantley at 3700 like i know he's not you know the sexiest play but I think he makes a lot of sense in a playoff game at 3700. Um so I think he's he's a strong play. Um I I love Altuve in the playoffs, especially, especially in the playoffs. I know he's 6K, he's kind of hard to fit, but you know, I I like I really like Houston.
0: Do you remember like the first stretch of the season we were making fun of Jose Abreu so much because he just wasn't getting anything done um finish the season with 18 home runs just a completely different hitter um in the last few months of the season than he was at the beginning of the year so i don't mind you know looking a little bit here at jose abreu um i'll say that like i like the brantley call i want guys on base i mean that's the biggest thing when it comes to um playoff baseball or you know fantasy baseball pina if he draws the start he's another guy that can get on base um he has that upside to you know steal bases as well i think he finished the season like 12 or 13 stolen bases so i mean he's a guy that has some upside as well minnesota side minnesota might be my favorite stack on the slate i know you talked about how Mm. you like houston um i just i look at christian javier and his struggles with like left-handed power and, like, this team can get these left-handed power bats in the lineup, and I just – I worry about that and, like, a really quick outing for Christian Javier. I mean, looking at the Minnesota bats, they're really cheap still. You know, Kepler, Julian, Walner, Kirloff, like, they're all just so cheap. So, like, if you want to play the Minnesota stack, I, I don't know how much I would really stack. I'd probably build, like, a 3 2 or a 4-4 type of build on, on a two-game slate. But – I you can play whatever pitchers or any other stack that you want to because of how cheap um this spot is for Minnesota.
1: The only problem I have with this TV is going to be the ownership. I think that's oh they're going, going to, to be, be
0: popular. Yeah,
1: I think it's going to be like the highest on stack. Like you're absolutely right, Minnesota with these salaries, this is a great great spot for them. But if I want to be playing this two game slate, I'm not going to be playing the chalkiest stack on the board. And so th- this would probably be, like, a huge stand to take is is to fade them. But you're absolutely right. In a vacuum, I've got no issue with this. Max Kepler at 4K, absolutely. Royce oh, Lewis, yeah. I mean, he's he's on fire. Um, Kirilov's in a great spot. Um, but on the other side, some of these guys also have a little bit of pinch hit risk, too. So that's just, like, another reason that I think I'm I would just stay away from them. If you want to get different and, and fade the chalk,
0: I gotta love pinch hits. Um, those are my favorite. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'd
1: be I'd be paying attention to that kind of stuff when you are doing your pick 'em stuff, oh, you yeah. know, because there is going to be a lot of pinch hitting for Minnesota.
0: Yeah, and like, there is a good chance that both of these pitchers, even if they're pitching well, only get like two times through the lineup. I mean, it, now, like, right. we are we, I mean, series tied one one. This is huge. Um, five game series, so like, this is the that's time a, you want to win. That's why
1: I don't mind taking a shot on that, like on a seventy three hundred dollar guy versus the nine k guy. Because I mean, Sonny Gray, if he's not being amazing, he's going to pitch, you know, four or five innings. I'd rather save that seventeen hundred. Hope Javier can get get me maybe maybe five innings, also a couple runs, and you're really not that far behind.
0: All right, other game here. We got Baltimore at Texas facing the Rangers. Nine total in this one. The Rangers are a one hundred and forty favorite. Iavaldi against Kramer. Let's talk Kramer first. I think Kramer is in a tough spot, but I also think that for a four-game slate, he's going to have the lowest amount of ownership. Him and Javier, I feel like are going to have. I think he's just going to be lower than Javier because. Of the Minnesota strikeouts so I think Kramer from a tournament perspective is somewhat interesting here even though like I mean I think Texas is gonna smash because that's what they do um if he can if he can pitch really well like I feel like you know you're just kind of hoping that he you have a ceiling game from Kramer and the Texas bats don't get going right off the bat here
1: yeah I'll, I'll tell you just you know looking at this Texas lineup I don't think, I think <laughs> there's really, no weakness. Yeah. Right. Like, I really think this is a tough spot for Kramer. Um, if for some reason Javier ends up being the soup, like, very, very popular, um, maybe I would, you know, reverse my stance and go with Kramer. But if they're, you know, I don't know. I really, I really like Texas. I think they're going to sweep, they're going to sweep this series. I love Evaldi too so i really would i'd be underweight on kramer
0: no i completely like i think on a 20 entry max he's probably my i so it really it would okay it really depend if him and javier if javier is like double ownership on kramer i would probably be more overweight on kramer than javier um it'd be an ownership like game theory type of play because i mean again it's it's a, it's a two-game baseball slate. Game theory has to matter here. Iavaldi, uh, I expect Iavaldi to have the most ownership on the slate. Um, he pitched fantastic against Tampa. Uh, what are your thoughts here on Eovaldi?
1: My favorite pitcher on the slate. Um, obviously, you know, Orioles aren't really supposed to be that good of a matchup, but only 8-800. I think he's got the, the highest ceiling on the slate. Um, I think... That this Baltimore, this Baltimore team, I think, is showing its youth. Right. And they're very, very talented. They're going to be talented for quite a long time. Um, But I think this game on the road, you know, down 0-2, I think this is the end for them. So I think Evaldi crushes them.
0: Yeah, I think this is a really tough spot um, for Baltimore. And I feel like I'm, I'm with you when it comes to um, being overweight on the Evaldi in this spot, looking at, you know, type of props that we're going to get. They let him go 98 pitches in his first start of the playoffs. He pitched yeah. fantastic. I think that was, I mean, a ceiling game. Like we're, we're in postseason baseball. You're not, I mean, you, you would be, absolutely thrilled to get 30 fantasy points out of any pitcher at this point in fantasy baseball but you're super happy when your starting pitcher goes like 15 plus I mean that's just that's what we're looking for now is guys that can score 20 plus fantasy points and I feel like Eovaldi projects is like the potentially the highest scoring pitcher on the slate so I mean this is a, a spot I'm definitely with you um I will say though like going to the other side here and talking about the Baltimore bats If Iavaldi is going to be chalk, this is where you just throw everything out and just play a game theory Baltimore stack. This team has been fantastic all year. Their backs are against the wall. I I mean, I could see a scenario that Iavaldi doesn't even make it out of the third inning here as well. So, (laughs) um, I, I mean, that's playoff baseball at its finest. But, I mean, definitely interested in the Baltimore bats here. More of just like game theory, contrarian type of build. For me, it would
1: simply just be contrarian game theory. Um, But yeah, they are super talented. Definitely can get some Cedric Mullins at three thousand six hundred, Ryan O'Hearn three thousand two hundred. You know, so there is some very really really cheap pieces. I think you could even play a couple on your Eovaldi teams and not full stack them. You know, just to be get different. Um, But yeah, it's it's a team. It's the team. I think I'm. You know have the least amount of faith in but i already want to fade minnesota so really it's it's houston and texas for me so i have to sprinkle in some kind of value you know for all those expensive bats that i like so there are some cheap pieces of baltimore that are solid plays
0: oh yeah i mean obviously if you like baltimore santander and mountcastle mullins they're all prices that are jumping off the page to you I feel like if you're stacking Baltimore, you almost have to get Henderson in there. And then I feel like if I'm stacking Baltimore, I'm getting Rutchman in there as well. I hate paying up a catcher, but I feel like he's one of the best hitters in this lineup and he should continue to hit lead off for this team. So I feel like he's, he's a priority. And I mean, if you're getting Rutchman and Henderson in there and then you throw in Santander, you're looking for another value batter too. Um, and they should have plenty of them. I mean, you know, you worry a little bit about the pinch hit risk, but, you know, I still think there's upside here in this Baltimore team. Like, Eovaldi, fantastic against Tampa. Eovaldi down the stretch, awful, absolutely awful. Um, So, there's upside. Texas bats, I mean, I feel like this is everybody's top stack on today's slate. Um, Dean Kramer is the lesser of the evils when we're looking at the pitchers. And when we're looking at just, like, names names quotation marks for everybody that's not watching on um youtube why are you not watching on youtube make sure you subscribe to the rotor grinders morning grind youtube page what up kramer is in a tough spot um tim this lineup is it's stacked from top to bottom like evan carter got called up and all he's doing is hitting Corey seager is having a phenomenal year mitch garver garcia like heim low Josh Jung is back. Like, there's no weak hitter in this lineup. Like, everybody in this lineup against right-handed pitching on the season over a 165 ISO against right-handed pitching, and everybody in this lineup against right-handed pitching over a 300 WOBA. Like, there's no weak spot. I know
1: I'm getting a little bit off track here, but can you imagine how good this team would be if they had Degrom and Scherzer right now? I mean, I mean yeah, it would be just be incredible. Uh, but,
0: they, yeah, they're yeah. up 2-0 in the a- ALCS, and we're talking about how good they could potentially be. Like, that's right. how good this team is.
1: Right, yeah. So, uh, yeah, you know, Corey Seager, it's kind of a toss-up between Corey Seager and Jordan Alvarez for me in terms of top play. I think I have to lean Seager, way better matchup, probably more ownership too, though. Um, but I think Seager is the top bat on the entire slate um man evan carter like i remember when he was min price like i don't know three yeah. weeks ago three weeks ago <laughs> so um nathaniel Lowe, uh 4200 i think is an amazing play um yeah so it's i think this this whole this whole texas lineup is in play for me
0: yeah evan carter has been someone that i've been talking about a ton on the podcast down the stretch and I just hope people have been listening because this guy is knocking the cover off the baseball right now. Like there's just times in your career where the baseball looks like a watermelon. And <laughs> I mean, this guy, he, he's seeing beach balls out there. Um, That's so. right. Yeah. All right. I think that kind of wraps up baseball. Um, let's talk some hockey, fun stuff, hockey. I will say though, really quick, just going back um, back in looking at some of the uh, prize picks, pick them stuff. I feel like there's a little bit of value. I'm waiting to see, like we will get some hitter projections out um, in the morning and I'll be looking at that kind of stuff. So uh, much more interested in like hitter fantasy scores. Like um, I, I think like right now they have Seager at seven and a half hitter fantasy score. I like more than that. And um, as well as Jordan Alvarez has been hitting the ball, he's at seven fantasy score. So what, what do they have for Seager seven and a half fantasy score?
1: Oh, wow. I love that.
0: Yeah. So I'm doing a little two pick pick them. I'll definitely be looking at more um, in the morning, but I'm going to go Jordan Alvarez more than seven hitter fantasy score and Corey Seager more than seven and a half hitter fantasy score for tomorrow's slate. All right. Hockey time. I know there's a couple people already talking about hockey in the chat. Hockey season is here. Three games. I know nothing about hockey. I'm not going to sit here and act like I know anything about hockey. That's why I brought in Tim to talk some hockey today. I did know, and I've learned over the years, that you definitely stack in hockey like you stack um, in baseball. So we get started here. 5.30 Eastern, Lock with the Predators and the Lightning, my Tampa Bay Lightning. Six and a half total, and Lightning are a 166 favorite. Let's start here with the Nashville side, always starting with the visitor side. Uh Tim, talk to me here about the Predators.
1: Yeah, sure. So, um, you know, probably, I mean, they're kind of a, a tough team to break down. Uh, they have Roman Josie, who is one of, if not the best, Offensive defenseman in the National Hockey League, Um, always a strong DFS play, has a tremendous shot floor. Uh, He's projected for probably a little over three and a half uh, shots on goal, which is a really, really strong projection. Uh, We have him ranked uh, number four overall in our projections in raw points, and he's 7,800. So he's a guy that you can always play. Is this the best matchup for the Predators? No, it's not. Uh, they're on the road facing a slower-paced team. Um, it's not It's not a great spot, but he's, he's always viable for tournaments. Um, you know, it's not, like I said, it's not the best spot. But on the other side, Tampa Bay has lost the best goalie in the NHL. Andre Veseleski is going to be missing two months. So Tampa Bay has Jonas Johansson starting, and that is a humongous downgrade for them, like a big, big downgrade. So you could get a little bit of a, of a push from the Predators, um, guys like Josie, like I mentioned, and then also um, got there's some cheat pieces also for Nashville. Guys like Tommy Novak is are very very cheap at under five k. He's on the first power play with Josie, uh, Luke Evangelista. He's extremely cheap also. He skates with Tommy Novak at even strength. Uh, there's Ryan O'Reilly, who and Philip Forsberg, who are on the first line and first power play together. So they correlate. They correlate at even strength, and on the power play. And that's what you love to see in NHL DFS. You must correlate your players. Um, so, yeah, I mean, those are some names that you can play from Nashville. I will also say this. <clears throat> you do not ever have to play the most expensive goalie in NHL DFS. Um, you want volume on, on DK. You want shot, shot volume. So, UC Soros... For the National Predators at $7,300, he may be my favorite goalie in tournaments. So I just want to throw that out there. Um, I have no interest in uh, Johansson, uh, but I have a lot of interest in Zoros. I think he's a top five goalie in, in the NHL. So uh, he's, he's the type of guy that can carry a game on his shoulders. So I absolutely love him for tournaments.
0: All right, again, I'm not going to sit here and try to act like I know anything. I do know that when you're when you're stacking in NHL, I am much more likely to stack a power play unit than I am just a full line, and it's a bonus when you have a guy or two guys or three guys that skate together on the same line and on the power play unit. So if you are looking at, like, Josie here, um, you know, O'Reilly, Forsberg, those guys, uh, interesting, so...
1: Yeah, so there are no – on Nashville, there is no full line stack that, like, fully correlates. All their lines have some separation It uh, regarding even strength and the power play. So there's no full line stacks on Nashville that you can get for, for power play.
0: Perfect. I mean, I feel like that's makes the builds interesting and contrarian. But let's go talk about my – tampa bay lightning here um uh hey listen braden point steven stamkos stamkos is gonna shoot a lot right tim like he has to be a guy that projects pretty high for um shots on goal or shots just in general um what are your thoughts here on the lightning yeah
1: so we have stamkos rated number five overall in raw points just under Josie. uh so yeah um he's a fantastic play he actually skates on the second line uh, with uh, Brandon Hagel and Anthony Sorelli. so he doesn't give you that full correlation with Kucherov on point unless they're on the power play. Now, on the power play, you got you got you've got, you got uh, Mikhail uh, Sergachev, you got Kucherov, you got Point, Stamkos, and Nicholas Paul. So. Uh, that's your that's your power flick for Tampa Bay They're gonna Tampa Bay's gonna be popular. Kucherov is the the uh, number one rated player on the slate tomorrow, but I think I'm gonna fade them because I love Soros so much. Now I that could blow up in my face, be a terrible play um, but I think they're pretty they're pretty pricey um, and I think Soros is such a talented goalie. And I I think Nashville's going to win this game, so I I I don't really like Tampa Bay, and they're going to be very very highly owned, so they're a fade for me.
0: Yeah, well, Tim just got muted on the podcast. Um, don't know <laughs> to come on the podcast and talk about my favorite team. Um, I'm just kidding. We do have a why, why?
1: Why can't you be a Panther fan? Like you know,
0: my name is Stevie TPFL, Tampa, Florida. Uh. Uh, all right, all, all right. right. I, I'm just saying, just throwing it out there. Um, we do have a question in chat. Richie wants to know: Do you like to correlate the defense?
1: Yeah. So correlating a, a defenseman like a- against your stack, um, is completely fine. Not something that I like super prioritize, but I think I think I think it's a strong play. It makes a ton of sense. So yeah. All
0: right. Um, one one goal from this game, Tim, one person, one oh, wow. person, I'll put you right on the spot. Who's a guy who's wow. someone that's scoring? Do you, want goal? Some,
1: do you want someone chalky or do you want someone off the board? I
0: want you to tell me one person in this game. You feel like really confident that's going to score.
1: All right. I'll, I'll go Kucherov, Nikita mm-hmm. Kucherov.
0: He's really good.
1: <laughs> he, he He is really good. He like, he's going to be like the scariest fade that for me um but yeah he's the top rated skater for this slate
0: he's really good all right moving on we got blackhawks and penguins kicking off at eight o'clock uh six and a half total in this game penguins pittsburgh big favorites here going up against um the blackhawks let's start with the blackhawks um being a huge underdog On the road is never a crazy thing in hockey, but uh, Tim, talk to me here about Chicago.
1: Yeah, so Connor Bedard, number one overall pick. uh, Probably going to be a generational talent, uh, barring injury. Um, You know, he's going to be tough to handicap, I think, because he really doesn't have a lot of talent around him. So that's the tough thing. Hockey is the biggest uh, team sport, in my opinion. You can't, like, individually win games like you can in basketball, for instance. Like, uh, so he's $7,500. He's pretty expensive. But, boy, is he talented. So, I mean, he's a tournament play. I'd say more of a large field tournament play. His line mates, Taylor Hall and Ryan Donato correlate, correlate fully with him at even strength and on the power play. And they're very cheap. So that is a very good, uh, affordable stack. They're just in a really bad spot. So, uh, but you should get some production from that line. Uh, it's just, this team's going to be horrible. That's the bottom line. Chicago's going to really, really stink the season. Uh, so, um, I might, you know, in, in a smaller field contest, I might take a shot on Ryan Donato at 3,100 skating with, uh, with Bedard and hall for a value piece. But, um, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm going to play Bedard or not.
0: So I have a question for you, um, on the pick'em side of things here. Do you think Bedard comes out and he comes out firing? Like he has a three shots on goal projection. Um do we do we feel like he's gonna come out firing here? Yeah, so
1: he has He's gonna want
0: to score his first game, right? Like
1: Yeah, I mean, yes, obviously. But I mean, let me see. Like so draftkings has him for three and a half shots m- minus one sixty six i think <laughs> so so we should take it,
0: advantage of the yeah the, I the, mean the prize picks right more than three like right um
1: yeah, we have him projected for uh three point six nine shots that's that's our projection for him in this yeah. game, so I mean, I'm, I'm
0: in I'm sold yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean,
0: I don't. I don't follow hockey very closely outside of playoff hockey. I love playoff hockey. I think it's one of the best playoffs that we have in sports in general. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about
1: everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing.
0: Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Have to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20 bit to get 20, 20, get 15, 15, 15, 15 just 15 bucks a month. So
1: Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch.
0: $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. But I know who this guy is. I I mean that's that that's yeah. just because like if you're in the sports world, you you have an idea who this guy is because he's been talked about so much over the last couple of years.
1: He's a really he's a really big deal. He's going to be fantastic, but he just has nobody around him. So we'll just have to see how truly good he is because he's going to get no help.
0: All right, Pittsburgh's going to put it on. Um, Chicago is what everything that I've heard so far. So yeah, talk to me here about the Pittsburgh Pittsburgh Penguins.
1: So this is my this is kind of why I'm fading Tampa Bay is because I want to load up on Pittsburgh. That's my uh, that's kind of like my take for this slate. Uh, it's uh, you know Jake Gensel, uh, Sidney Crosby, fantastic plays. But it's actually the second line that I have a ton of interest in. You got Ricard Raquel, uh, uh, Evgeny Malkin, and Riley Smith. Raquel and Malkin play on the first power play unit together. So you get that correlation. Riley Smith is relatively cheap. So that second line for Pittsburgh, I absolutely love in any format. Eric Carlson, he's one of the best offensive defensemen. Uh, he's now on Pittsburgh. He's going to be on the first power play unit. I absolutely love him. It's, it comes down to him and Yossi for me in terms of, you know, a spend-up at D, I'm going to lean Carlson um, because I just love Pittsburgh. Uh, Peter Morazek is the goalie for Chicago. He's absolutely atrocious. Uh, Pittsburgh should put it on Chicago in this matchup. So I love getting to as much of this team as I can.
0: Okay. um, So, again, going – I'm building a pick-em T- yep. pick pick'em pick em thing here so i'll actually give this out and like get your thoughts on it like i'm i'm yep. strictly listening to you and building a pick them as we're going yeah they on on prize picks and i'm doing this on prize picks so everyone knows um on prize picks they have peter at 31 and a half goalie saves do we think pittsburgh is going to put it on him that much that we need to be looking at his goalie saves or do you think that they're going to score so much that he might not see the third period oh so okay we have we have
1: him at 31.4 goalie saves
0: yep see i'm not touching <laughs> that perfect right that, yeah. that means the line is smart there you right. go yeah That's why...
1: so i i wouldn't i wouldn't touch that there you um go. but boy i think he's gonna He's gonna let up a lot of goals, though
0: I think. <laughs> so uh, one one last question I got for you because yeah, I mean that's what I get to do today is just ask fun questions. Um, yeah, I love this by the way.
1: Yeah, I do too. <laughs> contrarian,
0: contrarian thinking, like because that's where my brain goes instantly. Um, I know it's contrarian to pay up for defense um, in hockey DFS. Is this a spot where we could potentially pay up for both? Um, both defensemen carlson and yossi here to get different and like they're both capable of scoring as defensemen and like making your lineup different for a three-game slate i think
1: you could do that i think you absolutely could do that there's cheap enough pieces um on some second lines that we you know that we haven't talked about yet so i I think you could do that for sure yeah it's
0: opening night there's gonna be value let's be honest so yeah
1: yeah absolutely
0: all right, finish it out with the champs. The champs are here, Vegas. I need the Raiders to win this game. I need the whole Vegas team just to work right now. Six and a half total. Golden Knights and the Kraken, the two recent expansion teams. Golden Knights, the fastest expansion team to ever win a Stanley Cup. That was really cool to see. Uh, Knights, a one seventy home favorite. From what I've heard and what I know, Seattle is no joke. Um, I feel like this has the potential to be the best of the three football games or three hockey games just in general here.
1: Yeah, probably. Well, I actually kind of think the best real life game is going to be Tampa Bay, Nashville, um, but this would definitely be number two. Uh, tough spot for Seattle on the road going into Vegas. They're going to raise the banner in front of their home ice. Um, Seattle's no joke, but for DFS purposes, I think they're very tough to play because they really spread out their scoring. They're not real concentrated um, in terms of, of their, their outputs. So it's, you know, it's guys like Vince Dunn, um, who, who is going to run the point on the power play. Um, Matty Bernier's 5,600. But really, Like, this team is cheap, uh, but I don't love them for DFS. Like, Jerry McCann, he's a high-volume shooter, but he's 5,900. Not in a great spot either. Like, so I don't really love this team uh, for DFS purposes, despite them being good in real
0: life. So stack-wise, is there anything, like, that you'd be willing to stack here on this team? Um. I guess the beneers
1: McCann Everly line, uh, beneers McCann uh, correlate at even strength and on the power play, so I think that would be decent. <clears throat> but honestly, I don't think. Oh, oh, and then uh, Andre Berikovsky, he's thirty nine hundred, second line, first power play unit. He's a good value play if you need somebody under four K. But this team in general, I don't have a lot of confidence um, in this spot.
0: All right. The champs, what are we looking at here for the defending Stanley Cup champions?
1: Yeah. um, So, obviously, the usual suspects are uh, Jack Eichel, um, you know, uh, Shea Theodore, Mark Stone, Jordan uh, Marcheseau, um, they're all spectacular plays. Um, now if I had to rank, you know, Nashville, Tampa Bay, Pittsburgh, you know, I like uh, Vegas. Vegas would fall to number four for me. Uh, so I would prioritize, you know, spends up, spend ups on Nashville, Tampa Bay, and Pittsburgh over Vegas. Um. I don't think there's going to be. I, I like this game to go under, the six and a half. Um, so it's it's definitely just a take on, on my part. But uh, you know there is a good value line. Vegas's second line, Chandler Stevenson, Mark Stone, and Brett Howden are very very affordable. It's a very very affordable line with Stevenson and Stone on the top power play unit. So if you're looking for some value from Vegas, Stevenson and Stone, I think are f- fantastic uh, cheat pieces.
0: There you go. Um, I didn't, I didn't do this to you last game, but I got to know who scores for Vegas.
1: I'm gonna go Mark Stone.
0: All right, Mark Stone. I like and it. And
1: then I'll, and then I'll give you uh, Ricard Raquel for Pittsburgh in the last game that so you didn't do it for me.
0: All right. Well let's uh i'm gonna i'm gonna read you off so as we've been talking here i've been building a five pick play all over right. there on prize picks um i'm gonna murder some of these names because that's what i do that's okay um Kirchhoff for tampa more than three and a half shots on goal do we get a thumbs up there tim we like that one
1: yeah
0: all right and then we already talked about bedard that's uh that's a more than three shots on goal for me. We, we have a thumbs up on that one. Yep. Um, you just said this guy's name, Jonathan. Was it Marshall for uh, Vegas?
1: M- Marshall. Yeah. It's All
0: right. We, ha- we have him at. I- I'm taking more than three shots on goal for him. We like that one? All right. All uh, right. Keep talking.
1: Hello. I want to look it up for you.
0: All right. Uh, we got him for 2.9. 2.9? 2. All right. I, I, okay, I'll take that. It's opening night yeah. for the champs. I mean... All right. Um, and then Sidney Crosby, more than three shots on goal, just because I'm always going to get a little Sidney Crosby when we're talking hockey. Um, All right, all
1: right, all right.
0: And then I finished uh, off... This one... Okay, this one was someone that you mentioned um, that you liked, and I was looking at the sports books, and I was like, this seems like a really good number. So we're gonna the, we're gonna finish out the five pick play here with Ryan O'Reilly from Nashville. More than two shots on goal. Um, it's we have his,
1: we have we have him for one point
0: nine. So there you go. His his line is like minus one fifty for over one and a half. So um, we're gonna go with the more than two. So I did five shots on goal plays. Um, and I took more than all of them because <laughs> uh, if I'm sweating <laughs> something, I'm definitely sweating some overs. Um, so so Tim, let me, let me think?
1: just, let me, let me just tell you one thing. Let me just say this. I don't, I don't like the Crosby one.
0: You don't like all, the Crosby. That's one. all.
1: That's all I'm going to say.
0: All right, well let's replace it. Uh, and when he, well, no, when he I, don't, I don't want to ruin
1: it for you. Oh,
0: well we're going to replace it now. Like we got, who, who do we want to take instead of um, Mr. Sidney Crosby?
1: Uh, do you have, what, what do they have for
0: Yossi? So he was originally in mine and I took him out. It's three shots on goal for him.
1: Yeah. We have him for 3.5. I like that right, a lot so better. Yeah. I'll we'll take that one. Bad. I would do that one.
0: There you go. So we'll replace Sidney Crosby. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to make a six pick play. Um, now cause it's. <laughs> i feel like right when i take him out like he he's a lock for three plus shots on goal now so i might as well just go for a a full-on 25x um there you go why not i mean it's opening night of hockey i gotta have something to sweat so um any final thoughts before we get out of here tim
1: uh no uh just you know make sure to check us out on discord uh, we give you all the news, so it's a really good service to use.
0: It's free. The Discord's free. free. Yeah, it's take free. advantage of that. I mean, yeah, the...
1: it's a it's really good. It's really good.
0: Yeah, one of the only um, paid paid channels anymore is NASCAR. Um, I wonder we got to talk to someone about that. But um, <laughs> I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> yeah, like if you guys have any questions about like who's skating with who and whatever else, any news. Come to Discord. We'll fill you in.
0: There you go. Yeah, check out Discord. Um, the projections team, Tim, is one of the driving forces behind our NHL projections team. So make sure you're checking out um, the premium content here. They're going to have plenty of stuff up for projections and stuff like that. Check out the Discord. Like Tim said, rotogrinders.com/discord. I gotta talk to somebody about. Should we let me know in chat and let me know um on twitter or in the comments should we get a morning grind channel going in discord would you guys participate in a morning grind channel um I-, I can make it happen i know i know some people um so if you want to see a morning grind morning grind channel just let me know but again rotogrinders.com slash discord easiest way to get to the discord um NHL channel like baseball. I'm in the football one all the time on Saturdays now because I'm up really late on Saturday nights and it's just fun to talk football people. So um yeah, yeah so that, make sure Yeah, we're
1: always we're always in there. So you know it's a really good place to
0: be. There you go. All right, we're gonna get out of here. Hope everyone has a fantastic Tuesday. We're back Wednesday talking baseball. It'd be three games or four games. We shall see. Have a good one. We'll see you then.